You're listening to Fish Food, where we present bite-sized accounting and entrepreneurship advice in 25 minutes or less. Keep listening for interviews, guidance, and resources for freelancers and small businesses. And if you enjoy, rate and subscribe to let others know about the gym you found. Now, let's get started. Welcome to Fish Food, a podcast from Little Fish Accounting. I'm so glad that you're here with me. And one of the things that I want to talk about today is a question that's come up a lot because we're at the beginning of the year, which means it's almost time for 1099s to be filed. And so I'm getting a lot of questions about how do I do that? How do I know when I need to send one? Um, How do I make sure that I'm sending them properly? And so I want to answer all of those questions for you today in a really quick episode so that you're ready to get this done before the tax deadline. All right, so the first thing is, what is a 1099? So the official name is the 1099 Miscellaneous, and it is a form that you provide to contractors and service providers who have you who you have paid throughout the year, and you paid them more than $600 for their services. And so what this form does is alert the IRS and the person that you paid that that money is going to be reported to the IRS as income, and they should be expected to pay taxes on it. Now, a bit of a caveat, everybody is supposed to claim all of their income, whether they get this or not. But the onus is on you as a business owner, as someone who has paid for the services, to make sure that they get this form by January 31st of each year. So you may be asking, how do I go about doing this? The first thing that you're going to do is request a W-9 from the um, contractor in question. And so we'll have a link to one in the show notes that you can provide from the IRS website. But a lot of freelancers, contractors, um, entrepreneurs have one because they've been in this position before and they can just send it over to you. And the W-9 is going to have all of their identifying information. So it'll have their name, their EIN or social security number, and their address where they want this form to be filed. Um, The reason that this is important is twofold. One, it alerts everybody that we're on the same page. You're not going to be paid under the table. You should expect that you're going to have to report this income and that I'm going to file this with the IRS as information to let them know that you'll be reporting this. The other side of this is that if you get it in advance, you don't have to chase it down when it's time for you to file the 1099. So instead of you waiting until it's almost time (laughs) for you to file the 1099 and have to send frantic emails asking them to fill it out. Just give everybody a W-9 when they start working for you and you have any expectation that you're going to pay them over the $600 threshold. So then the next step is, who do I give this 1099 to? It's not just that they pay over $600. The other thing is, if you've paid them through some third-party pay processor. So that can be a PayPal, um, credit card, Stripe, any of those ways that you've paid somebody, they have a requirement if a person makes over $20,000 that they have to provide them with a 1099K. Why is that important for you? If you've paid them by any of these ways, you don't want to file a 1099 for them because it could essentially be double counting income. And so if you've paid this contractor, again, via PayPal, via credit card, if you paid some type of client portal, so whether it's a QuickBooks or a CRM where they've invoiced you, the idea is that that processor is calculating all of the income that they've made and providing a 1099 where applicable, but you don't want to give them that um, and double their income on accident. 
So when do you provide a 1099? When you've paid in cash, when you've paid by check, when you've paid electronically via your ACH um, through your own bank account. You want to make sure that you provide, in any of those instances, a 1099 miscellaneous to your contractor by January 31st of the year. Um, if you file after that, you are going to be charged penalties for doing so. And so the earlier, the better. Um, as fast as you can, you want to make sure that people have access to their 1099s because what they want to avoid is contractors filing their taxes and then saying that they didn't know that this income was going to be included as well and be forced to have to amend their return because you gave them that information after the fact. So make sure you file it and that you file it on time. So your next question might be, how do I file it? There are a couple ways that you can. The IRS provides forms where you can fill it out manually and um, mail or hand a copy to the contractor. You want to make sure that you have two copies, obviously. One has to go to the IRS to let them know that they should be claiming this income, and one should go to the contractor so they know exactly how much you've put down for them. There are also online services that will take care of this for you. Um, I'll put some links in the show notes, but the cool thing about them is that they will e-file it for you. So they'll send it to the IRS on your behalf, and then they can either hard copy mail or send an email for them to be able to grab it themselves. A lot of payroll processors, so if you're using like Augusto or ADP or somebody else to handle your payroll or to pay your contractors, they will generally have a way for you to file 1099s as well as W-2s if you have employees so that you can do that electronically as well and not have to worry about a manual process. So I hope that's helpful. Um, definitely want to make sure that it's straightforward for you to figure out how to report properly for your contractors. And remember, you want to do that as soon as possible. You do not want to miss that deadline because those penalties are no fun. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, there's good news. We've got additional free resources for you to get clear on your small business finances. Subscribe to our bi-weekly newsletter by heading to littlefishaccounting.com slash subscribe and check us out on Instagram at littlefishaccounting.